This is the Amon Green Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, good morning, Madison, Wisconsin, Twitch TV, Amon Green TV, and Mixer as well. We're talking Packers. We're talking Lions Monday Night Football. I want to get a little quick update. How are you guys doing? For real, real doing quick? good, well, man. Nice uh, to see you. Come on, do you see what we got here? Man, I see y'all, y'all, um, y'all full, y'all pedal to the metal, man. It's not even eight o'clock. And this is an to, honor of our great you, listener. If y'all hear Charlie. that? They popping cans right I'm now. I'm double, fisting. and it's not, and it's not Sprite. <laughs> That's definitely not Sprite. It's, it's definitely not Sprite. <laughs> I'm on, this was a bet, so we had a bet. Oh, y'all lost a bet, um, or won a bet. Well, I tell, you can make the argument that we, who's ever drinking this, lost. Ooh. But yeah, you. What was the bet again, Miller? Real quick. So the Ice House, Charlie's right. Way sweeter. Yeah. The Anyways, Ice House is way sweeter. You don't worry about our bet and our bad beer. You go back no. to your thing about. But yeah, we're doing I good. I don't bet on beer. I don't bet on beer. I don't bet in. I don't bet in Vegas. I don't bet in Atlantic City. I don't even bet at the casinos in Green in, at the United Casino. Can't do it. Can't do it. I like my money in my pocket or in my bank account. <laughs> That's where I want my money. Oh man, I don't even. I'd even do the friendly wagers in college for Madden or NCAA football. Nah, I took on pride. Like you just trash talking. <laughs> I'll take you know I'll take an L, but I'm not losing my twenty. Yeah, I'm keeping my dub. So in that's my interesting. I'm on one. You know, you you love our our, our D bag of the week. Yeah, I love we, that. We, by we the have way. a nominee bag of the week. Right. Hashtag that thing, man. And Who, we have. I, I I think I might know a several or one at least one. I watched. I was paying attention this week to all current events in the world. And so get going with the list, and I, and I will tell yeah. you if one of the things I saw is on the list. So here's our nominees this week, and there's okay. a lot of, lot of input that I think you're going to want because every one of these have a, at some level a, a football or a, a player connection. Right. Uh, you have the University of Kansas who brought in Snoop Dogg for their family fun that's night. That's one of them. Yes, that is, that's it, right? <laughs> and, and you nailed it. That was my number. That was, I was right. like, Joe and Evo are going to talk about this on some level. Either they're going to be, they may not be mad at Snoop, no, but they're going to be mad Snoop. at the school. We're pro Snoop. We're, you know, so. How go, do you go. bring in so, Snoop Dogg, Amon so, Green, to a so family fun night and then get exactly. mad at the I'll content of Snoop Dogg? I'll let you go. All right, so say we have what the, you need to say. I'll add into that. Right. I, Snoop D-O-Double-G, Amon, from 1992. We know what it is. Exactly. I have history on people planning events. So I don't know if you're done talking. Yeah, it's all you. This is my Green Show. Do your thing. Okay. But history, right? So with some of my compadres that work at Twitch... Years ago, about three, four years ago, I'm flying in for TwitchCon, or not TwitchCon, I'm E3 in Los Angeles. And a buddy of mine who worked at Twitch at that time, we talking up after. So I'm there, this day two of uh, E3, and he's giving me a rundown because this event he wanted me to come to. But I was like, oh, my flight doesn't land till this time, so I won't be able to make it. It was a Call of Duty tournament the day before E3 doors open. Yeah. So uh, basically an industry tournament. So at this industry tournament, the celebrity list is or was starting off with Snoop D O Double G, Snoop Dogg, oh, yeah. Marshawn Lynch. I can't talk because I'm only going to talk because I'm here to. I'm so only here so I won't be fine. So I'm I don't be action. fine. I'm all about that action, I'm on. Zach Efron, <laughs> Terry Crews. Terry Crews? Yeah. So you got a celebrity ace, a list, yeah. celebrity list of gamers playing the Call of Duty, I think Black Ops 3 at that time. Yep. And so to my guy, I said to him right away, it's like, hold up. I said, did you do a background check on the first two, on Marshawn and Snoop? Because we love Snoop. 
you know, he did his gin and juice thing back in the day. Yep. You know, we, we fell in love. I was 1993, four for me in high school. You know, I could just, I could just ride that whole CD out. Don't oh. skip a track. You don't fast forward. Nope. You don't just That's play one you song. Just let it ride. You start for the start, the first song, and just let it roll. Even so, the skits. Even the skits. Even the skits. <laughs> so, so I was like, you know, this guy. <laughs> He 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 was resonated from the 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 band that's called NWA. Yeah. One of the, one of their president, one of their uh, yeah. stakeholders, brought him in, you know, and got him going. So what made you think that things were going to go normal at a live event <laughs> on TV at E3 for Twitch? And he's like, "Come on, you know what? I I just thought it would, you know, they would play. They said they were in, yeah. But Snoop, what you got to understand, organizing an event with Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg is going to do Snoop Dogg." He's not going to come in and try to shoot, you know, and water down himself for anybody. Jordan, Anheuser Bush, Red Bull. Uh, who Snoop's going to do what Snoop does. Uh, Activision. So that was Activision because it was a uh, Call of Duty. Uh-huh. Anybody. The president. We know Snoop Dogg is not going to water down Snoop Dogg. He's not going to just be dog with one G. No, he's going to be D O double G S N double O P. Why? Okay. <laughs> he's going to be all of that. So between Snoop and Marshawn. Not even Marshawn didn't even know what game they were playing, <laughs> mind you. He pulls out a Magnum. He's like, and my boy tells me, he's like, come on, I didn't know sweatpants. I didn't know Nike or whatever company that makes these sweatpants has, how big are sweatpants pockets? I'm like, why? He said, Marshawn Lynch pulled a Magnum-sized Grey Goose bottle out of his leg. That's my man. I said, I'm not even mad at him. This is Marshawn. You know, you seen him in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm only here so I don't get fined. That's him. That's Marshawn we're talking Gray about. And you're telling me you invited him to a celebrity a launch, a game launch, okay? Then Snoop, he said, and then Snoop, he's like, oh, man, Snoop is just, he's blazing up. He's blunt here, blunt there. Yeah. I'm like, it's Snoop Dogg. What do you think? His moniker is staying hot. <laughs> His motto is I just want to be hot. It right. may not be that. I'm just saying. This no. dude, I said, you didn't, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm in tears. I'm crying. I'm trying to help my boy out. Trying to, he wanted me to give him some, uh, some support and some empathy. Yeah. I was like, no, bro, you didn't do your background research, <laughs> man. That's, that's on you and everybody else who organized this uh, celebrity esports event. But let's segue into this. Well, um, real quick, Snoop Dogg said what's up? the dog father professed that he smokes 81 blunts a day, seven days a week. Hey man, that book, he's gonna live to like 150. Yeah, he. From what I've heard through past teammates, past friends, that smoke 81 blunts that do edibles, it takes care of the body. Inflammation's down. They deal with stress a lot better. Well, did you see those so. two NFL players came out? Was it Megatron said it and um, Percy Harvin? Percy, Percy Harvin, Harvin said, said he was high before every game. Every single game. He said because of the anxiety of playing and that he had depression. So he said he got blazed before every single yeah. game of his pro And Megatron career. said he did it because of the pain. Hey, I would say on both instances. I never did it myself, obviously because it was illegal for players then and still is now league-wide. Yeah. But having both those um, prefer, you know, things happen to me, injuries – a ton of anxiety before a game. Hell yes. Yep. Where you're you worried about not you either. I say the main thing for me because I knew you were going to possibly get hurt, but my main thing was not messing up. You know, hold yeah. on to the ball. Eighty thousand. Don't run the wrong. At you? Right. Don't run the wrong way when Brett calls a play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, basically stuff like that. So, but those, but that's, but that's my job. Yeah. This is not just me playing football with my friends in the backyard or in the front yard in the island growing up in Los Angeles. No, this is. 
Monday Night Football. This is Thursday Night Football. This is Lambeau Field in front of fans that do love you. But when you mess up, woo, you 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 could swear well, you were you was wearing a Bears uniform the way much, they talk about you. So how much do they push the pills and the pain medicine on you as a player? Um, they I say. I already I mentioned this before early in the season. I'll always say it. Number one training staff in the NFL. Yeah. They get an award every year. Did not push. They actually was like, use it to your necessity, but we don't want you to get stuck using them. Well, get, that's get used to using them. Yeah, we go back to other teams, years. but from experience, but other teams? Yeah. Oh, they try to push it. The doctor, the head doctor would be like, hey, grocery store is open. Here's your script. Candy shops open. Yeah, that's crazy. And other teams. But, it's like uh, James you know. James Woods in, uh, in in any given Sunday, man. The doc just yo doc, Lawrence Taylor, give me another shot. Yeah, give it's, me another one of them uh, shots, doc. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, you know what was crazy? crazy? Uh, this is the Amon Green Show. 608-321-1670, By the way, uh, if you have a question for Amon, how crazy was last Sunday, uh, Amon, in Dallas? You know, you're going on the road. Um, you know, you're coming off that bad loss in over the Eagles. Then you find out you're without your star receiver, Devontae Adams. Uh, the Cowboys would look like world beaters. Uh, <laughs> and then the Packers go in and get up 31-3. Uh, what was your takeaway on just that that beatdown in Dallas last week? Well, I was happy the boys proved me wrong because I had picked them to lose. Being yeah. on the road, being that they, I want to say hadn't been tested, but this was a different team. They had deck that was hot even though they hadn't been beat no good teams. They lost to a good team in New Orleans the week before. So prior to that, that was only my um, – that was my one negative, being on the road in Dallas in a, in a tough environment. So – but what I, my other research missed is this is where Aaron and some of them guys on that team and coaching staff won a Super Bowl. Do they own that stadium? So, yeah, their name's on that stadium. Yeah. It, it, no. it is – it is uh, I'll say not – is it somewhere sketched somewhere, or like I said with my name getting on Lambo, it's duct tape somewhere in there. <laughs> in the visit in the locker room they were in. I know if I was Aaron or any of the players, I know I would have did it. If I won the Super Bowl that year in 2010, after the 2010 season, I would have said, I would have said, Flee, go give me some tape. I'm gonna put it like under a locker that people would never find it. Only me. So when I'm like 90, I can come back in the stadium and say, Look, my name's on the stadium because we won a Super Bowl. You're gonna like etch it in the you bathroom. Know, I'm just, I'm, or, or I'm gonna take a razor, yeah, be in the shower. In. So um that right there, he's in a comfortable environment. He's going to put the beat down. But what even made it better for the team overall, and now obviously me as a fan and a lot of fans watching, is my man Aaron Jones. Yeah. Dude. He got loose. As we call, as we called it in the run, my running back room back in the day, it was Tote City. Tote City? Tote, like T-O-T-E. City. Tote City. Phrase coined by the great Edgar Bennett. He's like A.G., when it's four minutes in the game, that's Tote City time. I like that. I said, oh, okay. Because he said it one time and I didn't get what he was saying. I'm like, tote, what are you talking about? Tote, tote bag? Tote I'm thinking rock. tote bag. You know, oh, that's my wife has a tote bag. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. He's like, no, 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 no. Tote AG. the rock. He's like, you toting the rock. I'm like, oh, yes, yes. I was like, Tote City, coach, got it. And then now I say that now to my players. You know, it's like because fourth quarter comes and it really the game was already decided. I mean, they um, Cowboys fought back. They got up to 24. But um, Aaron Jones did his thing. Four touchdowns. Something i never done as a Packer. I know. Um, I saw I Aaron Jones. That. I saw so that, hats off to him. I saw the franchise record four touchdowns. I'm like, how did Amon not do that? I know. I was like, I had to think back. I was like, let me run. I had three. Yeah. And I had, I had three, I think three rushing. And then one game I had two rushing and a receiving. So um, hats off to AJ. He did his thing. And yeah, remember, he is... UTEP's all-time leading rusher. So he's a, a guy that is very familiar to Tote in the Rock, Tote City. So 
if thing, you know, with LaFleur so far, he said this after game one. So he's sticking to his guns. I got to get the run game going. He said that right in his Chicago press conference interview. I got to get the run game going. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to do all the work. Yeah. I know as a player, when everything was going, I say equally between myself, Brett, and the receivers, Bubba, you know, tight end, and then pass, pass pro with the O-line, that felt great. When it was more like a 50-50 thing. I mean, but every now and then, there's a game, okay, run game. Can you has, feel it? Can you yeah. feel it that you're the, you're that man? Some like, games, like, yeah. You, you just, just like, on you know your what? shoulders. You know what? And you're just inspired you just, over it? Exactly. You, but you don't like, I don't want this every game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this for 16 what years, or 16 weeks in the season, but you know, every now and then, you all right, I'm going to have to put this game on my back. Or Brett will look at, you know, the run game, and when you, we're not moving but a couple yards or a couple inches at a time, oh, you know what? I'm going to start throwing that so thing, what but you, hitting the receivers, though. What did you think when Aaron Jones went around the edge there and he gave that little Dallas Cowboy okay. the, the bye-bye? So this bye-bye. As, bye. See, as a player and coach today, I would have he would have got his he would have got ripped. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll say appreciate the touchdown, but what was that? Act like you've been there before. Get a ball to the ref. I mean, you could spike it in. I'm okay with a spike. You don't like Especially the bye-bye? A, I don't like, no. Don't do the bye-bye. <laughs> Because that affects my high school players today, okay, Aaron, Jones. See, I didn't think about it that way. So, I, so that's what I'm saying. It, it, affects, it affects younger athletes because yeah. I watched Walter Payton. I watched Bo Jackson. I watched Marcus well, Barry Allen, Sanders Steve has got to be the, the best ever, right? Barry Sanders. Handed the, the ball to the ref. Barry Sanders, yes. Hand the ball to the Act like my – so between high school and college, all I heard was from my dad and my two older brothers who played running back also in high school. My dad was – my stepdad was an offensive tackle down in high school in Louisiana. And he said, act like you. They would all say, they literally, like, if there was always around each other, which they wasn't, but still, they would say it verbatim. Act like you've been there before. So, doing the wave. I know kids today, these millennials, these Gen Xers, man, they just want a showboat. They want a high step at the 50-yard line before you, you 49 yards away and then get tackled. I wonder why they got tackled. Amon Green celebration? Amon Green was celebration was get a ball to the ref. Now, if I was really hyped, like if I had to run somebody over or do something really sweet to get in the end zone, I might... I did the one time... I did one dance in my whole entire 12-year career. Once? I did to this guy... Something that he does on the daily is crip walking. Y'all don't know what crip walking is <laughs> I can crip in here in Wisconsin. Maybe a few people over in Milwaukee, maybe parts of uh, Green Bay. But I, I crip walk against the Dolphins. <laughs> I was trying to because the year I came here was 06. I came can back you from the cle- cleats. I came back from my torn quad, so it was my first 50 plus yard touchdown run. Yeah, it was a 65 yard run against the Dolphins in hell because it was like 100 degrees with 100 percent humidity <laughs> in Dolphins Stadium. And when I got to the end zone, I started my crit walking, and then Donald tackles me. So it got, like, broke up. I'm, like, halfway through. And I'm crip, I'm, gill, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. Oh, so if you man. go, you could go on YouTube and find a video, and it's of me running the rock. Dolphins, 19, 2006. Right. There's your homework assignment during the homework break. Find the video yes. of Amon uh, crip doing walking. this crip walking. All right. More of yes. the Amon Green Show coming up. This Got- is the Amon Green Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right. We got... Some IPAs in the house here that got, I guess, bad taste in IPAs. Ooh, man, IPAs. Amon. I love IPAs. The, the, the <laughs> so, Ice House is just good enough to barely right. consider drinking that Mountain Crest. That Charlie, is? he is Mountain a Crest warrior. Is all terrible. right, to a uh, question here on uh, Amon Green TV from Loke Dizzle 69 Question is, who was the nastiest dude or player you ever played against or met in person? Ooh, good Ooh. question. I would say, when you say nasty, I could go both ways. I could say nasty 
hitting the air out of you when he hit you if you didn't see him coming. And I have actually two people. But the one guy was very not can, a he actually was a nice guy. Can off I the take field. a guess? Who? Lance Briggs? No. Ah. Erlacher? Linebacker. Erlacher? Not on the Bears. Ah, all right, sorry. That Buccaneers, Derek Brooks, and the the long lock. He's been doing a lot of head and shoulders commercials. Troy Palomalo. <laughs> Nicest guy off the field. You would I mean, he is a literally a saint. But on that football field, it's like hitting running in. You ever, you ever run into a tree stump or you ever stub your toe yeah. on a corner of the refrigerator? Yeah. That's what it feels. Your whole body feels like, not just your toe. You know how when you stub your toe on the refrigerator and your whole, your whole foot, you're just like, oh my God, what you just do? Just imagine your whole body feeling like that when you hit Troy. And he was only, he wasn't, he wasn't six feet. He was like 5'9, a tall 5'10, maybe. Just a hitter. But a 200 and about a 25, 30 pounds. Pure muscle. A brick. Uh, you have a question for Amon. And, and then Derek Brooks, the Hall of Famer linebacker from F- FSU. Yeah, Brooks is a pretty good choice. Beast. So uh, that's to your question, Loke Dizzle69. Uh, Zach, welcome to the Amon Greet. Another question lining him up. What's up, Zach? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm on. Uh, yes. One of the biggest criticisms of Mike McCarthy was the fact that he didn't have that killer instinct. He wouldn't. He he wouldn't put you know his the boot on the throat of the opposing team. This last week with the 31 to 3 lead that LaFleur had on the Cowboys and the entire second half kind of looking like a stinker is that kind of a criticism that's going to come up on LaFleur is that he didn't have the killer instinct he didn't go for the jugular to uh to really run up the score on the Cowboys and put that game out of reach because we really had a kind of a scare there in the fourth quarter as they were coming back right oh uh, great question great question thank you Zach, Zach um so that is to each of our opinions out there. Yeah. I mean, some coaches look at it as I got the win, just show a, a kind of a older respect to the other coach in the team. I know that's something my uh, coach back in Nebraska, Tom Osborne, we would only score because it was we were doing, we were executing, and we we're executing at a high level. Was he planning to put up seventy on guys? No. Um, and coaches in the NFL, they they have, I say, among coaches, they do have a, a unwritten rule at a certain point, unless you personally have something against that coach which we know can happen you can have beef against another coach it could be an offensive coordinator it could be a defensive quarter coordinator or a head coach if you have beef you know what you be like hey guys we're gonna put the pedal to the metal we're gonna put that floor press that pedal on the ground to bust through the floor of the car um but i say for lafleur i don't know we're getting to know him i know him but as a coach as a head coach still learning and we'll see and obviously this is a part of his uh of him being a coach Probably not want to, I say, step on the neck and turn the the the, the ankle, you know. Um, but well, is there step on the neck? I say so, for now he is somewhat being, I say, conservative maybe. But as he gets confidence, as he well, gets some wins you. and victories under his belt in several years, then he'll be okay. So Packers he might do that later on. Packers yeah. are up thirty-four to ten entering the fourth quarter. Is it when you were playing in your days, you're blowing a team out like that entering the fourth quarter. Do you become, I don't want to say complacent, but do you kind of just like ease up a little bit because you're up by, you know, so much amount of points? Well, they probably could see my face on Twitch. No. Yeah. Um, and also, you got to remember, it's the flip. Even though LaFleur is calling the plays, he might have been calling aggressive plays. It's the execution that's got to happen. People forget the other team's trying to stop you, too. Trite. <laughs> Trite. Trite. That's hashtag that. <laughs> right. I was about to say true and right. That's yeah. why I said trite. trite. I like there that. You go. Trite. I like trite. that. Trite. So, yes, the other team is getting paid millions and billions of dollars on the other side of the ball as well. 
especially down in Jerry's house, as we know, Ezekiel, even if he wasn't on defense, he was on offense running the ball, but they contained him. They held him to a certain, you know, to his yardage that he got. But yes, the other team is trying to win and we're learning LaFleur. This is on, it's still year one. He's doing great. He's done a lot of things that year one coaches in the Packer hat, I'll say hat, have not done. So either way, to me, I know fans love you to death, but you're going to be nitpicking. You know, you can't have a perfect game even when you win. <laughs> uh, yep. here, in, here in Wisconsin, trust me, I know this as a player. Like, I love, like I said, it's a love-hate thing. And But for me, they went down in enemy territory and stopped a mud hole. Stopped way, mud hole and walked it dry. Mud hole. That a boy stone cold. In uh, Jerry's house. Okay. Well, and is they there, had a party in Jerry's house. That's and that's what happened. Period. Is there a difference between Amon? This is the Amon Green Show, 608-321-1670, Twitter at Zone Madison. Is there a difference between conservative and you know going into like a, a prevent, right? Because you know, you're up 31-3 and everyone's freaking out. Well, you see how many yards Dak Prescott got. And when you're in basically a prevent defense, Correct. is there a difference between playing prevent and being conservative, or does playing conservative and playing prevent, in your opinion, from your playing days, is that the same thing? Uh, no, I say playing prevent will prevent. It was even though it's a joke, it prevents you from winning. <laughs> you don't want to play prevent. You want to play to win the game, like my man Herm Harris from years ago, offensively game. and defensively. You got a big lead. You got to, for one, hold that lead. And so keep the same play call mindset aggression going on. Don't dissipate. Oh, we got a 10 point. We got a 20 point. We got a 30 point lead. We're going to change up the play call. I say, if anything, if you can, if you have good backups, then rotate the backups in, but keep the pedal to the metal. Yeah. Keep it going full tilt. You on that crotch rocket, you want to keep going 120. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good crotch rocket? I don't, but I'm just saying. (laughs) We're trying to get Nelson a crotch rocket, but that's a whole different crotch rocket. And we 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 haven't even talked what's up with the pack. We got more time, baby. I know. I think we're not done. This is is good conversation though. Yes, sir. This is great. uh, But like I said, he's still this year one. You gotta think this is year one, four and one. We're not even halfway through the season. This is looking good hey, right now for the Pack. Not even halfway through the season. Not even halfway through the show. We'll, uh, we'll look into Packers, Lions, and uh, more on Aaron Jones and that incredible day on Sunday. More of the Amon Green Show coming up. This is the Amon Green Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What's up? Again, Loke Dizzle got some great questions here. What's he saying? TV here. Amon he Green, has, Amon Green TV? Question. I hope one of them isn't how good is Ice House because no. the answer is no. No beer question. This is a coach. No bueno. We were talking about coaches. We were talking about LaFleur and being uh, a player's coach kind of and being a little bit, I say, soft-spoken as he asked in the question here. He said, so in the Packers franchise, has there been a known tough coach to our current coach who seems very nice? Big Mike. He said, was there a certain coach coaching style that you were more receptive to and motivated to play for. Oh, and I, I said question. this from my experience. Great question. So I say from my experience, Mike Sherman. He was that old school coach. I was just telling uh, the viewers here on Twitch. I'll tell you now to the listeners in. So 2005 was the year I tore my quad in October against uh, – not October. Yeah, it was October. No, September. I'm sorry. Against the Minnesota Vikings. Tore my right quad. And out for the year, and we all had – we had a bad year that year. Week 15 came around. So I'm in – the training room getting treatment. I, I've had surgery. I had surgery right away, like two days after the injury. So this is about two months in after my cut. So I'm in there getting treatment, and here comes Scotty Wells. And if you ever met Scotty Wells, he's a big dude from Tennessee, and he's pale skinned it. 
Like me? We know one of those yeah. guys. Yeah, he's similar to you, Ebo. So he's transparent. So he can see his heartbeat. So he came in there, bloodshot. He was as red as those sleeves on your your, your sweatshirt right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude. And I call him angry man all the time. He seemed always mad. So, so it's like, like Nelson and me combined. There you go. He was short and stocky and red. <laughs> and mad. And mad. I, I love said, pot roast. So I'm in there getting treatment on my knee. I said, angry man, what's up? He said, AG, we are in week 15. We just had a full padded nine on seven. Tackled all the way to the ground. So week 15 is like, and then we were four and 12 that year. So season's over. We could already start planning our Hawaii. So practice vacation. is hard. We're bang. He's banging them. Yeah. In week 15. That's like. I don't know how I can relate that to you guys here in the radio station, but tell me some of the hardest thing y'all had to do and um, put that and times that by 10. Let's just do that. Uh, I as feel like the, for you, Joe, is getting to work on time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you to death. I wouldn't mess with you. Hey, he's been, so. he's been great. No, I'd say. Hey, Joe, don't leave me hanging. I got to do it. I no, I know. That's pretty good. See? It'd be like saying, like, well, let me go off for Badger pregames. Um, oh, I, I got one. But when go we ahead. go for Badger pregames before Wisconsin takes on whoever, like we'll we'll be drinking before Wisconsin Michigan State tomorrow at the Red Zone. It will be like us still doing Wisconsin drinking, but it's February, right? Or See, Wisconsin football drinking. You know the the, you know you know what my version amount of padded practices in and week our liver a liver just gets beat up amount. Okay, what's up? My my version of padded practices in week fifteen two years ago, Wisconsin and Ohio State played at night. And Ohio State was the second-ranked team in the country. And it was a 7.30 kickoff. So we had to do a pregame show from 5.30 to 7.30. Then we stayed down there and watched the game. And then some genius had the idea of doing a postgame show. Oh, and God. I had to do the postgame show. And let, let's just say, Amon, that it, maybe my grammar wasn't as sharp as it was. Right. So of no, no, no human being should subject themselves to 12 straight hours of drinking on a Badger Saturday oh, and man. then trying to go back to work for a post-game show that starts at midnight. I love you so, guys. I, I mean, Scott Wells, that dude has no idea. He thinks he had it tough, please. Right. Try and do 12 so hours you, of drinking on a Badger Saturday, funny. Scott So I like Wells. how you go from a professional sport to us drinking. Right, exactly. <laughs> Art Fox, hello. I'm on. I was hungover for like four uh, days. It was brutal. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So Our Sherman's flux. making you guys bang at week fifteen in the practice. Making the guys, but I was in. I was because oh, you were. I, I was in. You were shelved, right? I was shelled. But what do you so. think of that? That's a good question because now you know there's only and McCarthy brought it up all the time. Yes. And we'll see what Lafleur does. But you know, the, but we can only have nine padded practices. You know, we only get mm-hmm. our one. Like obviously, yep. it was, yeah, and you've said it many times. Do you think the injuries are more or less because of that or lack thereof, or is it just a complete fluke? If you're going to get hurt. Guys have been hurt falling off treadmills and taking off their cleats. If you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. Or do you think there is something to be, you got to limit your hits in practices and in games and in preseason games and all the like? It is. I would say right now, the more percentage is the fact you can't not get, what I call it, battle ready. It's a Madden term. It came up when I found out I had a Madden mutt card. They made me battle ready. Battle ready. So that means you take a hit, you keep rolling. Actually, you take a hit and you like, I could burst past the guys in the game. But being battle ready in terms of real life situations, real life situations. I like that. Situations. That means when you get hit, you fall to the ground, you don't get hurt by the ground. Yeah. Yeah, you could take your pound. It's like Rocky training. You know, rocking, watching the old Rocky Balboa movies where he did his montage of hitting, you know, running up the hill, hitting the tire, the tire hitting him. Yeah. That's getting your body battle ready to fall down, even learning how to fall the right way. Hitting Just the like hanging meat. 
Right, like in baseball. And, and Joe, you probably teach this to your wrestlers. There's a certain way how to fall. Oh, 100%. Because if you fall, because I remember years ago when uh, Sam Shields, great player, his rookie, I think it was second year, rookie year, I saw him fall down. He fell down on his own and hurt his shoulder <laughs> in a game. I said, hold up. I said, did I just see this? Am I tripping? Am I? I know I'm not on no nothing. I don't do nothing, but it seems like I'm on something right now. Because did I just see Sam Shields covering the wide receiver? The whistle was blown. While he was covering, the receiver pulled away from him. He fell and hurt his shoulder and was out like two to three weeks. So it's like you have to. That's why boxers train. That's why MMA fighters train. That's why football players should train a certain way to get your body battle ready to hit. Because and fall and everything that happens on the football field, because you get pushed, pulled, ripped on, eyes gouged, pushed in the mouth, punched in the stomach. There's stuff happening. What happens at the bottom of those piles? All that stuff I just said. Yeah, yeah. And even more. Even more. I mean, they'll talk about your mama. (laughs) Everyone's just a big dog valley. Hey, I got what your mama. Tell your wife. Tell your wife I'm coming over to pick up the kids. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Where y'all get this from? They're reading your bio in the uh, the press guide. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> that's good. It's not bothering me. But a guy that's probably doing that, he's probably coming home and taking everybody's kids is Aaron Jones. Because he's toting a rock. What? Give me the Amon Green. Because like, we're, we're having this question now. It's five weeks. You can start seeing identity. Uh, are the Packers you know, a run-first defense team? And can you say that with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Offense. Um. I want to say they run. I say they not yet, not yet. They're almost a run first team, but they will establish the run. They still have a guy back there, Aaron, and they're and they're starting to just explore, you know things are coming flushing out as we get closer to that halfway mark, and what they need to do to get to the playoffs, it'll be determined. And I'm my my odds are right now, and why I'm favoring, it's going to be a run first team. Let's establish the run, and then let Aaron. Pick a part of defense. Once the defense is eight, nine in the box, trying to stop Aaron Jones. Um, Trey came in off the bench, did a great job as well in down in Dallas there. So I was surprised. I thought Dexter Williams would go. Yeah, that was kind of surprised me too. Yeah, but but maybe he had he has a little bit more trust trust build up with the coaches. So that's why Trey was in there. Um, so so a guy that a guy who's later like, on we'll see the run first. But I think right now they're still trying to figure it out. I'm on your um, you know, the Packers all time leading rusher. Yes, legend for the Green Bay Packers, obviously. <laughs> When you see a guy Appreciate like it. when you see like a, well, it's true. When you see a guy like um, Aaron Jones do what he what he did against the Cowboys, and he did something you never done. No offense. Yeah, the four, yeah no four touchdowns. No, what do you respect. what do you think is a guy that is the leader in the Packers clubhouse when it comes to toting the rock? I'm like yes. I mean, like I said, hats off four touchdowns. Do you want to see a record fall? Or do, do you, I want to see it? Part of me, wanna, no. Yeah. Part of me, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the. I mean, part of me is the other part of me is really like it's a part of the game, so it may happen. But I, I mean, if I could hold on, I want to hold on to it, man, hold on to it as long as I can. Jim Taylor had not held on to it for forty three years. Give me at least forty. <laughs> I'll take forty. I think you're safe. You know, um, I don't know where his career uh, stats are right now, but yeah, if they keep with Lafleur in the house and health wise, we'll we'll see. I mean, because he had one hundred and seven rushing, seventy. That's what I even like. Seventy five receiving out of the backfield. How much receiving? By the way, did you, you know done? who the last Packer running back to have that many receiving yards in a game was? But most likely me. Yeah. You, <laughs> Amon Green. Most likely me. I would say because I used to get in arguments with Antonio and Donald. They would make. They would be brotherly mad at me. Yeah. We won. Because you're vulturing their catches. Yes, I had I had more <laughs> catches and yards. They're like so brotherly. When I say brother, they love me, yeah. but they're like, "Ag, you a punk." I'm like, "What? I can't help it if 
Brett's throwing the ball to he, me. And he I'm, chose me. And t- so time out. What I, it wasn't that fact that not only what, what they didn't they didn't mind me getting the balls thrown to me, but I put in there just a little twist the knife a little bit. I said at least I'm catching them. Mm. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, AJ, you wrong for that? I was like, don't be asking me. Don't be mad at me because I'm catching the balls. Then or I'm getting receptions. Okay, so how many? Team. How many of that? Was, how much of that was designed by the Sherman's play calling? How much of that was? Far of improvising, and then the reason I ask is obviously with Rodgers and yes. the whole drama of the offseason with changing Mike McCarthy's plays, was he or not? Like, how much of this is Lafleur saying to Aaron Rodgers, "We're going to throw the ball to Aaron Jones ten times," and how many of it is Rodgers now finally doing what a lot of Packer fans want him to do forever is check down to the running back? From what you're seeing, I say it could be possibly Lafleur, and the reason why I say that when Aaron came in in '05, and then '06 with McCarthy. He's you know Sherman for one year, but then 06 with McCarthy. McCarthy, Tom Clements, those guys, that was they kind of left that out in his development. Because they were, you know, Brett was still the guy. So with Sherman, that philosophy with Brett was touchdown to check down. That means if you don't see the deep route open, hit the running back on the check down. Mm-hmm. Fullback or the running back. Or the um eye back out the backfield. Now I believe LaFleur is doing that same philosophy. Because as we've seen in the past, Aaron. You know, in certain situations, in the last several years, other than this year, we'll try to chuck it deep. Go deep down the sidelines to whoever, Geronimo, any of those guys. Um, Devontae Adams, who's out, by the way, as we know. Oof. Still trying to go. And we could Turf go, told me. That's all, that, that, that sucks. I could talk about that forever. But a good coach, knowing what he has to do to establish a team in terms of run and make sure you be, you're a threat to that defense, you got to make sure you give that quarterback all those options. And then also, it's another flip side where I'm pretty sure Aaron Jones – has gained Aaron Rodgers' trust to catch the ball. Because that is another thing I had to do. I had to gain Brett's trust, not only of running the ball. Okay, I can run the ball. I trust him. When I give him on the ball, he's going to pick up yardage, and he's not going to fumble. Number two, okay, now we run a, a play where it's a play action, and he's out on the route. Well, he, you know, can he pick up a blitz? Oh, he, should, he could damn sure pick up the blitz. Boom, next trust level goes up, and then now can he run routes, and can he catch the ball? So now Aaron Rodgers knows that Aaron Jones, because that's the same thing I went to, that has happened. So then now I say for defenses, they're like, oh, they're they're pooping their pants. <laughs> they got a guy. What the French toast? Man, he's gonna exactly what the French toast. He's gonna punch his in the mouth, running the rock, and now he's gonna run routes in the out of the backfield. He's gonna run, or even if it's not routes, screenplays. And that's what I, you know, I got good at that back in Lincoln, Nebraska. We did a lot of screenplays, even though people think we didn't run the ball, which we, I'll be honest, we didn't. But them few once in a blue moon plays where we do a direct snap or a screenplay, I, let, I learned how to let my linemen set up the blocks. I, I hesitate. You let them big guys get rolling. And sometimes. Is it hard it, to do to find patience? Yeah. By, as a running back in the beginning of a season, heck yeah, it's hard to find patience because you want to get that ball and go. You want to hit the hard. You want to hit the old hard, but you got to wait. But on screenplay, you got to slow it down a little bit. Let them big guys get in front of you, and then once they, even if they don't block somebody, they just getting somebody away. That's a whole lot of person that DB's trying to avoid because they don't want to get hit by a three hundred pounder. They're one eighty. <laughs> they don't. They know that don't equal <laughs> yeah, out. They don't want to get sandwiched. Exactly. It's the Avon Green Show. You got a question for Ramon? 608-321-1670. Twitch that TV or uh, Twitter as well. All right, we got a couple of minutes left this segment. We obviously want to get into to money and Ramon, but yes. on one non football thing. Uh, people who are too young to remember your playing career, you were your moniker was the Batman. Yes. You've been in oh, the Batman man. movie. Okay, you're a comic book aficionado savant. I thought after seven years of being his partner, I don't care who knows it, he's my person. Yep. I thought I knew who this man was. Uh-oh. I went to the premiere of The Joker last Friday night. Uh-oh. Gave it a ten out of ten. I think it's the best movie I've give? seen in maybe a decade. Yes, Mon. 
Have you two questions? Have you seen it? A, have you seen it? Yes. And B, ask this Joker, so to speak, what he gave the grade, and then right. I just want to get your unfiltered. I'm not even going to say anything. This is the Amon Green really Show with Ebo. Oh, no. You two figure. Let me it ask out. the question first, Ebo. Yep. So Ebo, what did you grade out? I'll, s- I'll say it. I'll say my review really quick. I thought Joaquin Phoenix acting was phenomenal. I thought he was absolutely incredible. Get to in the moving. answer. It was not a movie about the Joker. It was a movie about a deranged individual who happened to give a, uh, have a gun given to him. The Joker is, that a, is the, Joker. the Joker is a criminal mastermind who is three steps ahead. This guy's lucky to be two steps behind, <laughs> and he is just a deranged individual who got a gun. I gave it a five point four out of ten. What? I thought it was boring. This... I thought it was boring. I thought it was boring. Oh my god! This is the origin story of he's not to that mastermind yet. Exactly. He, this guy's Evo. never going to be a mastermind. Oh. Evil nitpicking right Joaquin now. Joaquin Phoenix was incredible, but the movie as a whole oh, was boring he and subpar. Is in the feudal stages of what he's going to become. Going to become. Right. I understand okay. that. So there's no mastermind to it. Now he's just like, oh wow, people right. are going to follow me. Did Amon Green was, was Amon Green born the Packers all-time leading rusher? Or did he have to work to become the Packers all-time exactly. leading? True, rusher? but you were given. You oh, had that talent to begin God. with, right? This guy has no. He had, he had, this guy has no intelligence and has no IQ. If we're talk- <laughs> I don't even know who he is anymore. Lockheed Phoenix even was incredible. I don't know thing. who you are. It's if like, it's like about... you went to a concert. You, see, you went to a concert, and oh. they played the same song for two right hours. Now, and they, oh. It's like you went to a no three-course meal, and they gave you the first course, and it was good, but the second and the third course never came out. What did you give the movie? I give it a 10. I think I it's one of the best 10. movies I I've seen in 10, 10 years. 10. I'm yeah. like, from the point when they picked, when I saw the preview, and actually even know before that, when I knew was very in pre-production that oh, Joaquin Phoenix goodness. was going to be the Joker, I, I was giving it right there off a of jump. I was giving it an 8 out of 10. Hey, Joaquin before, Phoenix was great. The movie a as a whole, actor. He not does that a good. lot of homework. He did his homework. He talked with Jack Nicholson. You know, God rest his soul. He probably would have talked to Heath Ledger, too, about okay. what... What it takes to be the Joker. Is it is it worth discussing Keith Ledger versus Joaquin Phoenix? Who did it better? Yes, it's definitely worth. Discussing. I agree. That is worth discussing. Do you do you do you not trust him? It's I don't know that I Here's can trust Joker's. him. Here's my Joker's. I don't know him anymore. No, I haven't. He's got a. He's got a. He's my got Joker's. A scar my right Joker's now. will go Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> cartoon. He's but, a voiceover. Exactly, Jack oh, Nicholson. My. Jack Nicholson, then Joaquin Phoenix, then oh the old school God. guy that Romero dude, and Joaquin then Joaquin Phoenix that long. Then Jared oh. Leto. I, I don't even know him anymore, Amon. Man, you ooh. And, but if this was a movie, if you just had this movie outside that of list, Gotham, that list might get you a throat punch. As a di- oh. right here, get, hit me, <laughs> hit hit me, Nelly, hit, hit him me, in, get Nelly to do it. Uh, to quote Heath Ledger, hit me. Oh. I'm just so happy we already. <laughs> We're gonna wrap this thing up talking about some Packer football. <laughs> Finally, come on, Amon. All right, we'll we'll wrap up the Amon Green oh, Show. I don't even. I'm, I'm just lost. This is the Amon Green Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You just got to move on from it, Amon. It's going to drive you, you crazy. Me, you got to just move on. All right, this, all right. It's after ins- thinking about it, all, he's insane. After thinking about, it, change my review. Five point five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so something to get me to calm down from now. We talking about the NFC? Do the NFC North standings? We got Packers up, leading four and one right now. The only loss to the Eagles. And uh, put it on Cowboys and Jerry House last week. Uh, we got Detroit, who now answers the question: You can be a top of division with a tie. <laughs> <laughs> They're two and one, losing to a shootout to Kansas City, and uh, a tie with the Arizona Cardinals. Chicago is sitting at three and two, which is I say kind of surprise everybody to all the fans out there, and I say actually to myself as well. I don't know about you guys, but the loss to the Green Bay and then the loss to the Raiders, I think they were really jet lag over in England. That's what it looked like to me because they woke up in the second half. Yeah, they were down seventeen or fourteen nothing, and uh, came back to East make it close, but they still lost. 
And then Minnesota leading the division or looting um, at the back of the division, three and two, with the loss to Green Bay and to the Bears. So that's where you kind of see everything, I say, panning out for now. Overall, NFC conference, you got Philly still looking good. They're at three and two, Minnesota coming up this week. And then Cowboys after that. 49ers, my childhood team, 4 0. They put they beat the brakes off the Browns. I saw something in the media, man. The media's trying to kill Baker. Somebody said Baker Mayfield. Ooh, I might have that's said that. Rough. I might have said that a few times. That's Ron. rough. I mean, that is. You know, rough. I don't got a filter. Man, that's rough. I give Baker Mayfield a so five point four out of ten too. Wow, that's a tough one. So I'm sorry. That's a tough one. Baker Mayfield. Dang. It's not as media bad as his movie reviews, though, Amon. Right. And so they got a real chest test with uh, the L.A. Rams coming up this week, and then Washington after that, and then New Orleans. Bridgewater led New Orleans. Um, this week they got Jacksonville, and then they have the Bears after that. So we got a competitive NFC North. Teams I didn't mention, Seahawks are 4-1. and one. I um, think they're really 49ers, good. 49ers, again, 4-0. and oh. Philadelphia, 3-2. and two. Seahawks, 4-1. and one. Packers, 4-1. and one. Bears, 3-2. and two. Rams, 3-2. and two. And the Saints, 4-1. and one. So we have, early in the season, it's, some, it's them teams. So these teams right here are going to start making that separation. And... For the Packers to be in that bunch, that's where you want to stay. You want to stay in that upper echelon because you'll see, if you look at all the records, you'll see teams. These are the teams that are at the top of the records. Even if you add in the AFC teams, you know, like the Patriots, guys like those teams that are 5-0 and right now, so are making their separations. Then it's the middle pack teams that are either right at one game above 500 or one game below 500. Yeah. Then you got the, the tier of teams that are at the bottom. They're all in something. You know, I believe what the Jets are. I believe yeah. the Bengals are, Oof. you know, be, even the Bengals, uh, Dolphins, God rest Ray, so Redskins. There. There's um, just a, there's a disparity of mine. So um, yeah, that's where you start seeing the separation. Yeah. You know, you got players, but it's all be in tunes of key players being out. Like Devontae Adams is out, but we see the t- the train keeps rolling. You turf toe, right? I turf toe, and that. How long does that linger for you? Like, it it you can linger it? all season. So read a, um, read a little bit of what how Devontae's approaching it. And he's got he says it right how the team. And it's no surprise with that training stuff. Like I mentioned, best in the league. Mm-hmm. They're approaching it. It's a day-by-day thing. You can't rush it. It sucks. You got to basically take your time. And, so and it's something it's you can't, not, like, tough through either. No, you can't tough through. I mean, I played on it, and I ended up fracturing my it's second metal torso. terrible. So I did what any tough man would do. Yeah. I broke my other foot. <laughs> I broke the rest <laughs> of my foot. Yeah, <laughs> trying to do it. Man. I was like, I'm going to run through this turf toe. Oh, man, I just broke my foot. And then it humbled you. Yeah. <laughs> dang, I got a broke foot. <laughs> now I'm out of another game. Dang. So don't do that. Devontae is definitely not. He's on a good track of resting it so when he comes back, he is ready to go. Well, Jamal and then, Williams got cleared of a concussion. He's cleared concussion protocol. Right. How many concussions do you think you got total in your NFL playing career? I say not thing. I know. Uh, total, year, total career, 12 years, three. Diagnosed? That's pretty good. Uh, Diagnosed, uh, four. Or three that I know, but I have four total. Four total. I went un, didn't know. Um, but get back to that. But Devontae, no, you good? No, good, good, good question. So other beyond that, no one so good with Deont- uh, Devontae. Too is early. He could come back playoff run later in the year. That's when you want him. November, December coming now. It's okay. You know, don't even worry about it. get heal up, buddy. Do your Wusa thing with the trainers. Have Those fun. Are your lobes. You're right, but we got these. We got these lions. These lions right now, they're not the cowardly lion in Wizard of Oz. No, they they that lion that's in a uh, lion. King. They got their courage. They're Mustafa. That, that, that's Mustafa. Mustafa. Mufasa. Mufasa. I mean Mufasa. They got Mufasa coming off the tough rope. 
Did you think, by the way, coming we, the top rope. I'd we, love to see that. We had this discussion. Did you think Amon ever, you know, because we all do this when a schedule comes out, you know, that week's a win, that week's a loss, that week's a win, that you would everyone would have gave this one a win. Right. Not only is it maybe the game a little bit in question, but you look at the NFL landscape right now, it's not even close. This is like the best game in the NFL this week. Did you ever think there'd be a world we live in where week six Packers-Lions would be the best game in the NFL? Uh, Yes. And it's just a matter of time because we know this team, they're like Seabiscuit. They're <laughs> like, that. you remember the Love movie Seabiscuit? Yeah, of course. It's one of the few movies I cried in. You see, you watch that movie Seabiscuit, you're like, man, this, this, it, he don't look good. He look like he's about to die. We don't know if he's going to make it. Glue. We don't know if he's going to make it. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if he's going to make it around that first turn, but he does. And what happens? Toby, with Toby McGuire on his back, comes across first place. So you're looking at the Lions, it's like, man, you know, they, they look, they boo boo. They got Matt Stafford who can't win a game. He hasn't won this many games, and he has a whole lot of yardage. He had weapons with Megatron and all that. But now, what's going on? I don't know. Is it Matt Patricia trying to? He's inf- he's ingesting his New England Patriots, you know, yeah. do your job moniker and that mindset. And it's all about mindsets. If you were on a team of great athletes, because I even said this about the Browns. Yeah, they got a lot of talent, but that talent got figured out how they're gonna play together. Thank you. He and I have been. Who's the best forever. athlete you've played with? Best athlete I played with? Yeah. Man, I played a lot with a lot. Well, of I know. People. I mean, it's all man, pros, that's hard. That's hard. You're no. one guy that was like a freak. Like, a freak. Oh like, damn. man, Nelson. Man, I could go back to college on that. I would say a guy that was spe- that freaked me out just how quick he could move for his size was my teammate, college teammate Grant Winstrom. Yeah, he was a defensive end, but he moved like a DB. He and he was aggressive like a linebacker, which he was pretty much. But he, the things I seen him do, I seen him run down one of our DBs messing around at the training table during two days in college football back in 1995. They were teasing each other. I think one of my D- teammates threw water on him. He went to chase him down. He had him in two. This is a line. This is a defensive end chasing a DB. He had him in two steps. Really? They took two steps. He caught him. I was like, God bless America. This dude is fast. How light was Gilbert Brown on his feet? He ran the 200 when he was in high school. Now, don't 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 second guess Gilbert. He'll snatch you up. Hey, if you come, when are we gonna put you, him and Nelson get, in the same room? Was by he, the way, no, he wasn't with us at the. No, golf I wasn't. Event. I was Joe, back here. He will snatch you up, Evo. Yeah. yeah, just for that, he'll snatch him you up. Him and Rowdy got to have a wrestling match. He might up. choke you out. Nelson ain't football. never played Steel. football in his life, so who gives a hell what Nelson likes? We still got to set that Gilbert that Brown Nelson celebrity death matchup. That was something what Tolly Gilbert would say. Hey, but. so what do you think Monday night? Final couple minutes here. Uh, are so, you hanging out or are you, are you peacing out? I'm a, uh, I got I got peace out. No. Oh, so we got two minutes left. Come in. So on. Make, make it count, Amon Green. How do you give, give us Amon Green's two minute summation so, Monday night football? How do you see this thing playing? Two minute out? drill. Well, my man Mike Daniels. He's gonna try warning. to he's gonna try to summon his inner Super Saiyan. He's a Dragon Ball Z fan. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's gonna it's gonna be Aaron and Fajita and all them, along with Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers and that defense. Who's Goku? Devontae Less. Who's Goku? Rodgers? Uh you a Dragon Ball Z guy? No, I'm no, that was Mike Daniels. Even though, like I said, he's not gonna they're not gonna suffice. I like Dragon Ball Z. It's gonna be Packers defense waking up. And you see, you know, if you watch Dragon Ball Z, the every when they get Super Saiyan, they turn all different colors and you see the rocks. Floating around their own, they're orbiting around the people. That's what we're gonna see. The uh, what's it, Jadarius Smith and all them when they hit Max Staff when they punch Max uh, Stafford in the mouth, in the chest, because they are gonna win this game. I don't know the score. Don't ask me the score. You can hit him with the spirit I'm not bomb. In the- <laughs> Boom. So that's my uh, my prediction. 
Hey, you want to? Uh, you want me to leave you with a positive, Amon? Yeah, what's the positive? So you know, I've got these beautiful ice house and mountain crest beers. I want to say I, beautiful. I want it on a bet. We do bets every Thursday in the fantasy zone. You know what? Next Friday, because I bet these two chuckleheads that Aaron Rodgers will have more fantasy points than Matthew Stafford. So be prepared oh, for more okay. uh, more two dollar beers next Friday. If you want in, I would put you in one of my top three best friends, Amon Green. That's you can already have was. a beer. I just said. Oh, okay. He's already yes. in my. Oh, I just my literally just said that. I'm drinking so Mountain I will, Crest. I will give you one of my two dollar beers next Friday when I beat these two, because Aaron Rodgers is going to have more. A two dollar for a four pack of beers. Points. Oh, Amon, man. you don't want any of this. That's a cheap beer, though, isn't it? <laughs> Nelson figured it out. Nelson, what was it? <laughs> How much per All right, beer? Turn oh, his mic up. Turn his mic up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's about it. thirty four cents a can for a twelve ounces. <laughs> That's not good, right? No, it's that terrible. Not good. Good. That doesn't sound like good. Hey, how do you feel about the real quick? How do you feel about the Lions as an organization as a whole? Oh, uh, the Nota on Twitch asks. Oh, okay. Uh, they're a good organization. It just they got the upper management. What I've heard through players, upper management has to let the coaches and players play and coach. Gotcha. The Ford family. Be business people. Go focus on the cars. Focus on the cars in the stadium. <laughs> Stay left, lead Matt and Matt. You got Matt Patricia, Matt Stafford. Leave them the, leave them the AC double hockey stick alone. <laughs> Let them play and coach football. And they'll win some games in Detroit. Yeah. They wouldn't have lost Barry Sanders and Megatron because they weren't trying to put a get put put together an organization to get to the playoffs and the Super Bowl and win. Yeah. Hey, great stuff That's today it. as always. Man. I, I don't even know what to say about the Joker Bravo. thing, Amon. I've been just this I've dude, been disgusted all week with this Joker review. Oh, 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 so look at, I'm knocking over. Oh, man, we got technical the Joker's a ten out of ten, Emo. No, you can't talk not even to the close. camera, man. Right. We'll talk with our you manager inside. See you, man. <laughs>